What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. I got into an interesting thread, an interesting conversation online recently with a couple of different guitar builders, as you do when you're, I guess, dossing around and not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. And it was really interesting. As you guys know, I like to bring guitar builders on here. I like to pick their brains, get a bunch of knowledge that you know, I don't have them very jealous of and, um, you know, actually hear from people who, unlike me, know what they're talking about. And this really interested me, this particular conversation online, because it was about something I've actually had quite a few conversations with about, um, yeah, this topic and related things. But let's stick to this topic for now specifically. I've had quite a few conversations with guitar builders about this. Uh, I think it's of interest to everybody. And um, I thought I'd just share a few of the bits of knowledge that I've come across and that I heard from this conversation, the previous conversations I've had, because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of given me food for thought in terms of thinking about which guitars I like and what are my experiences with certain models and, and stuff like that. Um, so the original conversation started because of a post from Baron Guitars. Um, these are Maxine Baron Guitars. These are made in Montreal in Canada. Beautiful models. I will link to uh, social media for these in the description of the podcast. Really lovely guitars just for you check out as well you don't need to listen to me blab on about them but um he made an interesting post uh with showing a beautiful picture of the back of one of his models which is a bolt-on model so you can see the neck joint you can see that it's a bolt-on in the picture really nice you can see the beautiful figuring on the back of the neck as well really nice picture i'm sure that's why it originally caught my eye right but um then what kind of drew me in was what the post was about and instead of talking about the specs of the guitar or this that or the other or standard usual post up it decided to go on a bit of guitar myth busting and it decided to take on the persistent myth as it's called here in the guitar community the bolt-on necks aren't as good as neck through or set necks but especially not as good as neck through like i say this is something i've had quite a few conversations about um what you get in this post basically what you're hearing from baron guitars here is talking about that the important thing is when you've got that connection between one part of the guitar and the other so you've got the connection between the neck and the body the important thing is how good that connection is making a really strong connection um so you've got these two bits of the guitar that are going to be vibrating when you're thinking about resonance sustain tone how the guitar feels to you whether it feels kind of dead you know you play guitar sometimes you're just like I don't know what it is. I'm not going to go on some rant about it. It's definitely the finish type. I know that for sure. You know, you kind of don't really know necessarily, but some guitars, you know, kind of feels kind of nice and stuff. Uh, seems to be well-made. You can't see anything wrong with it, but just doesn't kind of, it kind of feels lifeless going into your amp. You plug it into the same setup, you plug your other guitars into it, it feels kind of lifeless. That can happen, you know. So it's all these little things, right, that add up to that. And which ones really make the bigger difference? Which ones make the smaller difference? It's all interesting to discuss, you know. Um, there's lots of interesting opinions on it, but there is this very strongly held opinion that, you know, bolt-ons are just not as good for sustain, all of this, that and the other. Not as not as good tonally, Not as, don't vibrate as much, don't resonate as much. But you still make a great bolt-on guitar, but just not as... You know, if if you were to make a neck through, for example, it would be improved in those ways. This is quite persistent kind of myth. I don't know if you guys uh, subscribe to that or not. Um, it, it, but it's interesting to think about. Uh, of course, 
you could also just instantly say, well, let me just bring up a million amazing tones from a bazillion tracks that all have people playing bolt on <laughs> guitars on it. But anyway, that's an easy way to go. But it's talking about from a guitar builder's perspective, why as if you're a knowledgeable guitar builder, you don't, you know, have to stick with building an old model. Like, you know, if you're Fender, you're going to carry on building strats the way that you build strats because that's what people want when they come to you for a Fender strat. Got it. But if you're a guitar builder designing your own models, why'd you go with Bolton? So what um talking about from Baron Guitars here was talking about, it's about making a really good connection between the neck and the body as the two vibrating pieces of the guitar. So you want the fit to be really really tight um you really want the back of the neck and the bottom of the neck pocket to be fully in contact no gap between them you want complete full clean contact between them um also says you know that you want decent tightness from the sides that's not as crucial but you do still want it in there to really get this perfect connection um also goes on to talk about choosing the screws the the, the actual screws that you're using um people apparently often use kind of worn out or cheaper ones or anything like that but for Baron's guitars you're going to find and this is true with a lot of really good high quality luthiers out there going to use brass inserts in the neck stainless steel screws um talking about here that those screws will allow you to put 15 times the pressure than on a standard wood screw would do um so that's obviously durable um over time but also um in terms of having something that you can really put the pressure in to secure that full connection between the bottom of the neck and the um and the back of the neck and the bottom of the neck pocket that's obviously going to help um then goes on to talk about the tone wood configuration obviously i'm not going to open up the whole can of worms of tone wood on here that depends on what you think but you know pairing woods and pairing materials and finding the right things and pairing the right ingredients is a big part of guitar design whether you're a tone wood fanatic or not um and basically then you could go on to talk about heel carve and that's more of a feel thing for your playing when you're up there um but uh this is a good point to mention as well because people who go well it's not just the sustain thing bolt-ons you, you tend to have this access which isn't so good because you've got this kind of chunky joint at the bottom um the heel joint's kind of not so fun i know lots of luthiers just like baron guitars talking about here that make a really nice custom carve of their own design to make sure that it's super comfortable to the hand and that it's not the case that it's chunky down there just because it's a bolt on um there's plenty of ways to do it that that you know don't yeah you know don't don't impede on your playability up there on the higher frets um this is this really took my interest and i ended up you know kind of like i said getting a bit of thread and talking about guitars about it because I just think it's a really interesting thing to hear kind of the myth-busting thing, not necessarily charging you like, everyone's wrong, no one knows what they're talking about, but just putting out some guitar builder knowledge as someone who does this for a living. They put this stuff out there um, to to challenge some preconceptions and just to say, yeah, no, it's kind of more complicated than that. It's, it's never, I don't like when people charge it and say, well, I'm an expert, I'm a guitar builder, and I know and you don't. I don't like that. That's not what this is. This is the right approach, I think, of just, well, here's some knowledge that, that might get you rethinking about that um, or, you know, considering it from another angle. Um, you know, and that obviously still leaves room for like, well, if you prefer set necks and neck throughs, they they have their, their own benefits, you know what I mean? They have their own benefits, that's the thing. So um, the great thing is you can enjoy that. And I think that that is what this comes down to. If you go, I don't find there's any difference for me, 
then that's awesome. You can just pick guitars with that not even being a factor. You know, you just buy the guitar that you want. If it happens to be bolt on, happens to be bolt on. If it happens to be neck through, happens to be. Neck. You can just you can just buy that, and that's great. If you do find, just for you, there's just some feel. Maybe it's psychosomatic. Maybe it's not. But you feel that when you play the neck through guitars in your experience, you're you're feeling there's more sustain there when it's really well built. So obviously the build quality, we can all acknowledge that's important. You know, a bad. A badly done set neck versus a really, really expertly done bolt-on. Even if you don't like bolt-ons, you can see how the second would be preferable. You could see how something really well made, regardless of construction type, would be better. Um, and there's all stuff we can agree on there. But, you know, if you say, well, when I get a good set neck versus a good bolt-on, um, I tend to prefer the set necks. That's what I like. So that's what I look for. Absolutely. No one's like challenging that if that's what you enjoy. You know, casting back to my conversation with Frank Dymel that I had recently in a two-part interview that I did with him, you know, talking about this sort of stuff, we talked about that thing, the idea that just obviously that's where I sit. Like, if it makes a difference to you as the player, that's what this is about. So, you know, tone wood and, oh, I need this slightly overwound version of this pickup compared to this one, or I need to have, you know, the the version of the version one of the pedal the delay pedal because if you get version two it's slightly darker on the repeats none of this stuff is for the audience because the audience can't hear it the audience cannot hear it if you put you start piling up those ingredients and you have 20 or 30 things in your setup that aren't right the audience might hear it because these all the things that they do make a tiny difference no one hears it in the mix when you're in the fifth row no one hears it when they're listening to the album but you start piling them up suddenly your guitar sound doesn't you'd listen back to it and go well it doesn't sound anything like me that could happen but these things on their own are not for the audience the other way they could make a difference for the audience is if they bother you so much let's say you got the wrong kind of delay pedal for you or this guitar you think it's maybe the tone wood but it's just not resonating right for you that could be something that the audience hear or that is there on the album because if it is annoying enough to you that it actually affects your performance and you you're just not digging it as much and whether you consciously feel that or not you just react differently and you feel like you're fighting the guitar when you don't want to be that's the place where gear really does matter because it doesn't just get in the way of your enjoyment of the instrument but People could hear that potentially if it's enough to affect your performance. Unlikely that one of these little things would do that. But again, you start piling a few of them up. You know, you've got the wrong this, the wrong that. The guitar's not feeling right. Those aren't the strings you like using. And that feels clearly different under your fingers. That's a big thing. Suddenly you're not, you're not, you, you feel like you're not playing like yourself. And that can pull you out of the moment. The adrenaline of kind of playing live's not there. And people might notice your performance isn't that good feasibly that can happen but that aside when when things kind of pile up or when things are really going wrong these little tiny things are not about the audience everyone goes tone would bs no one can hear the difference may you know yeah you know uh or okay um no one can hear the difference between version one and version two of that pedal maybe not maybe no one hears the difference when they listen to this when they're in the fifth row 20th row when they're listening to the album with everything in the mix and you know guitars quad tracked or whatever no one can hear it you know yeah but it's about for you because you're playing guitar you're the one playing you're the one who should be enjoying it and you know 
everyone has that differently where some people kind of enjoy the craziness of like tone chasing or like you know obsessively tweaking and changing every little thing to try and get that tone perfect for some people that's part of it for some people that's more frustrating and totally annoying Um, for some people it's just a waste of time and it gets in the way of playing but what everybody has in common is you want to enjoy playing and if something is bugging you if something doesn't inspire you you know like go back to that example i said before even if you don't know why it is you don't talk about tone wood you don't talk about different finish types you you don't go into the nitty-gritty of this but you've had that experience of this guitar just inspires me just kind of sings feels like it kind of plays itself that's it i don't know what it is you know that one has the quote-unquote magic and then you buy another guitar and you go yeah just put it through my amp and it just feels like the notes die on me you know it's like i feel like i'm having the strings way hard and my hands hurt at the end of playing it because maybe it's not even less playable but i'm kind of squeezing harder because i'm like fretting the notes harder and and hitting the notes harder because it feels like i'm having to like force sustain out of it and you go you know what i don't think anyone else would be able to hear that difference i've even like taken it to rehearsal my bandmates say no you sound you sound the same as always but I I don't think this guitar is right for me because I'm just not writing on it. I'm not getting inspired on it, and I'm and I'm you know even get frustrated about it. That can happen. Um, all of these little things can work in that way. So I think for you, if you go, if you swear by bolt-ons, don't do it for me. Or my you know experience has not been so good, so maybe that's why I'm drawn to set next or whatever. You know, glued in next, whatever. You know, no one could take that away from me. That's your personal experience. But I've had a lot of conversations um, with a few different luthiers about this discussion about bolt-ons. And I've never, ever, ever talked to a luthier. You know, regardless of what kind of guitars they build, whether they build bolt-ons or setnecks, or usually, let's be honest, a mix. Usually it's like they build all, all different kinds of guitars. Um, they have multiple different models and they have custom options. That These are the people that I'm talking to. They often do custom stuff. Um... When I'm talking to them, some of them can have personal preferences, like I just talked about. Everyone's allowed that. That's a big thing. We should all respect that. So they have that for sure. They have personal preferences. But when they go, here's my professional guitar builder opinion. When they go, here's what I'd say to a customer. When they go, here's what I've learned over 25 years of guitar building. Um, this is what all of them say. If there are, There may be small differences between the different types. There may be small generalized differences between these things and they probably are can people hear them doesn't matter to them again comes down to personal preference they probably are small things but in terms of one better or worse no it's not about better or worse one is not better or worse than the other one can be preferable to someone else than the other if they feel that that's preferable to them if they go you know i hear the difference in this one's preferable to me bolt on is preferable to me absolutely they can prefer it that's that's their choice and they're right and that's that's their experience but one better than the other as 25 years of guitar making have taught me nope not true and they say that if if there is a noticeable difference number two in terms of sustain resonance tone if there is a noticeable difference that noticeable difference that consistent noticeable difference is not between the type of connection it's not between bolt on versus glued in versus neck through it's between the quality of connection and that's what i've heard that's what's in kind of that's what's said in the post from baron guitars and 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 that's uh what every single experienced guitar builder i've talked 
about this this conversation with Hassan. That's what all of them have said. They've all just independently got to that same point of, you know, they each have nuances in their views and little differences, but they basically get down to that point of personal opinion is preserved. You're allowed to say, I, I, I'm getting more sustained from my gluing next to my bolt-ons. That's what I'm getting. Of course, as your experience, no one could take that away from you. I can't come in and be like, you're wrong. I've watched you your whole life through the cameras I installed in your house and you're wrong. And I timed all of your sustained notes and you're wrong and i've got the data um and even if that was true we'd never admit to it because we'd, we'd probably go to jail but uh, we definitely go you should definitely be in some sort of trouble for that you can't rig up people's houses with cameras even in the name of finding out which net connections sustain more but um yeah i don't think that defense will hold up uh i don't know i don't know i don't know i, I, I haven't got experience with this but i'm pretty sure you can't get away with that um so don't do it but that aside, personal experience absolutely preserved. And you can have your personal experience. No one can take that away from you. You have your personal preference and not, no one can take that away from you. You know, you know even if a, if, a, if, if a luthier wants to come along and try and yell at you about it, they can't take that away from you. And I'll be on your side with that. You know, It's not being anti-facts or anti-science or whatever the hell to go, in my experience, this is what I prefer. That's what you prefer. That's your experience. But um, we all have it. And sometimes it might be weird or go against what some expert says but you know what that, that's what it is but um this is about music it's very subjective it's making music we're talking about inspiration and all this guitar has the magic and all this guitar inspires me it's not very scientific you know in our in terms of our experience but in terms of what the guitar builders say when they're about giving advice and they say here's my opinion on it and again a lot of these guys even have preferences themselves they go the big difference if there is one the consistent difference if there is one is not between, you know, this type of connection and this type of connection between the neck and the body. It's a, between the quality of the connection. If you've got poor quality connection, uh, if there's not a lot of connection between the wood on the neck and the body, etc., etc., then that can affect it. That does pretty consistently, whether it's something, again, someone in the audience is going to notice, whether it's something the player will notice, you know, varies. But, um... Is there a difference to them as a builder who's paying very, very intense attention to these things between the quality of the connection? Yes. Between the type? Nah. Harder to say. Um, they will say, you know, there's some basis for thinking one way or thinking the other way. They will also talk about, you know, um, in terms of bolt-on, that actually there's some basis for thinking. I've heard some of them argue this. There's some basis for thinking that bolt-on could actually be better and it's weird that it gets kind of put last on the list because you know in in a bolt on you've actually got a connection between the pieces of wood and that's what vibrates really nicely and strongly and the way that you want and the kind of pleasing ways it's a guitar it's the wood's vibrating but strings wood vibrating guitar there you go but um in a set neck for example you've got a bunch of glue in there if you've got a glued in neck you've got a bunch of glue in there and that's going to be different again different not necessarily bad but it certainly doesn't mean that the bolt-on sounds like a worse system on paper than the glued in neck um you know and from that conversation i've had lots of interesting conversations with guitar builders about where the idea comes from and that the idea could come from the fact that the quintessential glued in neck would be less ball maybe and the quintessential bolt-on neck would be a strap maybe and that les pauls are generally identified as being having more sustain longer sustain that 
that bigger kind of endless sustain more so than a strap. Now that idea is challengeable, of course. I, I know some of you guys will be just chomping at the bit right now to jump in and be like, that's bullshit, you gotta hear my strat. I played a note on it eight years ago and it's still going. But like, um, we don't even need to, to jump into that argument because what's relevant right now is saying, let's accept that. Let's accept the idea that a Les Paul sustains Generally, a Les Ball sustains strong on the strap. Of course, again, we could also go a poorly built Les Ball probably won't sustain as well as a really well-made strap. That's a good point. That's what the Luthiers have said as well, quality. But even if we were to take it that, you say we measured it and we did some big survey and, you know, it turns out there's a pretty consistent pattern of Les Balls that have much better sustain and all of this stuff, however you would start measuring this stuff compared to strats. Even if that were true... um, the the fact that it's true wouldn't even prove the point because how is it necessarily the case that that comes from the connection of the neck to the body? There's so many different things between a Les Paul and a Strat. You've got the weight in there. You've got, uh, you know, the construction of the thick maple cap over the mahogany body. You've got the shaping of the body and the carving of it. Um, you've got scale length is different on there completely different pickups completely different electronic layout actually all together um i mean look how many things are different there look how many things are different between those two guitars but you know because maybe that's the quintessential set neck and the quintessential bolt-on and whether true or not again we can leave that debate aside but whether true or not this idea comes about of the les paul sustains more than the strap the les paul resonates more than the strap people get that idea in their head again whether true or not and therefore you associate it to what those models are kind of the archetypes of so people might associate it with humbuckers and single coils that could be a thing but people also i think have maybe because of that also asserted associated sustain and resonant and those qualities that they've seen too the neck connection because there's a big point of difference between the guitars but like i said that that's a very problematic thing to just relate it immediately to the to the type of neck connection because yeah there's a lot of difference between those guitars you know if a les paul is going to sustain more than a strat which again is debatable in itself but if it is there's a lot of things different between those guitars that could be contributing to that so anyway really interesting i just thought i'd bring it up because it's kind of like uh, you know, these big debates and these kind of topics come up all the time and people weigh in on them all the time in Guitar World. And um, I just thought, you know, me coming on here and just blabbing about my opinions on it wouldn't be super interesting. But I thought now that this topic has come up again, we're talking about it with guitar builders and, and it kind of kind of clicked in my head that I've had this conversation a lot of times with guitar builders and they always say the same thing. Even different guitar builders, they have different nuances to their opinion. They differ on some things, but the, the conclusion that I've laid out there is kind of always the same on this. And I thought that was just interesting to share with you guys. And again, it doesn't mean they're right and everyone else is wrong or anything. And it certainly doesn't ever take away from anyone's personal experience and preference. And they absolutely allow for that. A lot of, a lot of these guys build every single type of um of of guitar with all these different constructions and again the conclusion is not once better than the other but it still allows for the fact that if you prefer one to the other that absolutely makes sense because there might be something that you're feeling there there might be something that you're hearing there that i don't and every human being's auditory system is slightly unique um you know even men and women have generally speaking different uh auditory systems and hear things differently which is kind of fascinating but um humans auditory systems and how they hear are kind of almost fingerprint levels of unique or basically are um 
if I were to somehow put my consciousness into your mind and body and, and hear things, um, it would the world would apparently, as far as we understand these things, uh, getting a bit philosophical here, but apparently sound different than the way that it is to me. And it might not be wildly different, but for some people it would be. Um, and, you know, we're talking about feeling vibrations here as well. So the way that you you perceive that it's going to be different to me so that's all allowed which is great because it means we none of us have to yell at each other about you know total it doesn't exist i'll find out where you live you know none of us have to go down that path um it's it's all allows for the wide spectrum of opinions and different experiences but it's just interesting that i've heard this same kind of broad conclusion so it's very kind of open-minded, but this broad conclusion come up from all these guitar builders. And again, much more interesting than hearing my opinion is hearing the me kind of sharing that I've seen this from lots of people who are way more knowledgeable than me and all of that good stuff. And it interests me as well because I have two Luthier guitars here right now, two you know small builder guitars here right now. One of them is mine. One of them is just here for demoing and stuff, which you could see on the Axis and Blades. You see both of them actually in action on the Axis and Blades Facebook and uh, Instagram accounts. I'll link to those in the description so you can see some really, really high quality, very, very well made bolt on guitars in, in action if you want. Um, not that you haven't seen that, but <laughs> just just a self plug. Why not? And they're cool guitars, so go check them out. But um, yeah, both of those sustain beautifully. One of them in particular is just my my... Yeah, I mean, actually, both of them, they're really loud and really resonant and sustained. You know, when you strum strum them acoustically without plugging them in, so loud, so resonant. Um, really, I find myself playing a lot of, like, open chord stuff on it and with sustained notes and finger-picking stuff because there's so much kind of fullness and resonance to them. So, anyway, just interesting. That's my perception, again, which is allowed. I'm allowed it. Shut up. Um, <laughs> we're all allowed our own perception on these things. So, yeah interesting just just kind of the topic has occurred a lot of times i think this kind of i don't know weighing in on guitar myth thing when it's done with this more open-minded approach and not aggressive is cool and interesting uh hearing from really knowledgeable people so anyway what you will also find in the description of this podcast is a suggestion for today's music to go and check out and this is a really interesting one as well um stumbled across this um john cloudy drummer for terra Mellos. Uh, amazing drummer, incredible drummer, um, posted about this and happy to see it. And it's an incredibly cool project. And he posted about it because he's involved in one of the tracks from this project. And the track's called Elusive Sleep. That's a cool one. But I'm actually just going to link to the whole project here. This project is called Marmoto. And yeah, I'm saying project instead of band, not because I'm some kind of pretentious wang. I mean, I am, but like, it's not. in this case, it's not the reason. Um, it's the reason for many things, but it, it's not the reason for this one thing. Um yeah, it is a project kind of rather than a band, but it is a band. But um, it's a really, really cool thing. So um, this is a project, band, whatever you want to call it, run by the musician, guitarist, vocalist called Chris Prescott. And the concept here apparently is one that he's had for, it says on the Bandcamp page, I've linked to here going back 20 years, but the first single was released during these kind of crazy covid times and whatever we're living in um basically on every single track that they do it's a different mix of musicians so it's a completely different mix of musicians on every single track um which gives every single track a completely new unique feeling to it as well um there is there's always two drummers playing on every single track two drummers playing and not like 
a drummer plays this part and a drummer plays another part. Two drummers simultaneously on every single track. So again, not something you see that often. I've seen a couple of bands who have two drummers, but literally a couple. It does not come up very often. So you've got two drummers on all these tracks. Completely different musicians on all these tracks. Um, and the way that it works with each unique lineup is they all record their individual parts remotely, separately, and then it's all assembled together and mixed. So it's all done remotely. And it's basically to encourage and create collaboration with a bunch of musicians uh, and to build community across a bunch of those mu musicians during the crazy times we're all living in when musicians are separate, musicians are hard here, a lot of us are separated and this is a way to get them together doing creative stuff, collaborating and being able to use the wonders of technology to um, do that remotely. I thought that was super cool and interesting and the, the results are really fascinating as well. There's a lot of great music here to check out, a lot of really interesting diverse musicians coming together in all these different combinations of ways. Uh, for every track to have a completely unique lineup, have two drummers on it and to be part of this really cool project. So I thought I would share that. So the link to that Marmoto, the link to the Bandcamp is in the description of this podcast as well. So check that out. Go through a few of the tracks, uh, see what takes you fancy. And it's just a cool concept, if nothing else. So hopefully you listen to it. Hopefully you get inspired and it causes you to go play a bunch of guitar yourself because that's what it's all about. So go check that out. Um, go check out all the links in the description for general guitar goodness nerdiness related to this stuff not related to this stuff whatever get inspired play a bunch of guitar yourselves take care of yourselves take care of one another and as always i will catch you again tomorrow